0: Welcome into the waiver fire podcast, Nick and JP, August 23rd, we are ticking away the weeks, man. We've got like, we've got like two uh, we're weeks so, so close oh, it's that night before Christmas, man. God, <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm mock drafting like a fool. Oh,
0: you know, I've, I've actually taken a little bit of a, rep- you know, like the, I don't know, day before Christmas for me, I try to like literally forget that christmas exists i try to dis- distance myself as much as possible and i try to like you know see friends don't think about it but so i've been, i haven't been mocking but we will be mocking tonight man
1: yeah well i have a note dead. about that about mocking so the people that don't think they need a warm-up to the season Ooh. are back and they're mocking and here's how they mock they all they 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 know what they need to do, and they've always known what they need to do. And that's take two running backs in the first two rounds. No, they don't, give, they don't care. They don't care about anything besides that. Oh, they're that only is, here to grab running backs. That you is
0: know? the tried and true strategy, man.
1: Well, if you're <laughs> at, if you're at pick six, pick seven, six, yep, eight, pick eight you might be having to take uh a Clyde
0: oh in the second round yeah
1: at like pick uh what would that be like 16 or whatever pick four pick four of the of the second round you you're having to if you if you are trying to do it then you're gonna have to pick Clyde because Najee's gone well he
0: he tweaked his ankle so Clyde is can't be I don't think he can still be there after a tweaked ankle.
1: Yeah. but and Gib- Gibson is gone. I know Mixon and nausea. Mixon, Mixon's there. Mixon's he's, usually no, there, he's, right? Well, no, Mixon is gone. You're picking oh between you're you're looking at Clyde and then David Montgomery, and then you're saying, "Fuck no, I can't do this." <laughs> and, then you're, and then then you're tabbing over to to wide receiver or or tight end to see who's there. Who is all right, it? well,
0: we're gonna to get to a lot of stuff, and that's a fantastic point. The mock draft that we're hopping into on ESPN, the lobby just opened, so you know what that means. We've got a couple more minutes till Matthew Barry shows his or voices his beautiful angel voice. We do have quite a few auto picks in here, but that's okay. That's all right. Maybe they'll uh maybe they just haven't joined the, the lobby. We'll see, but it'll be fun. We're doing a 12 team. I think this is full PPR, although you know, whatever, it doesn't change the draft too much, but Good lord, man. That is that is a harsh price to pay for, for Joe Mixon, in my opinion, because I, I'm really not I see the path towards all of the work. I get it. But maybe I've just been I, I honestly have never had Mixon. I don't think I've ever had Mixon in any of my drafts. So Joe I haven't Ma- had
1: Joe Mixon or Diggs.
0: Oh, for me it's Diggs. Joe for Mixon me, or Ridley. <laughs> oh, it's Ridley for sure.
1: Or Hopkins.
0: Hopkins, Hopkins. I'm taking over Mixon as well. I, mean, I think that's the,
1: the choice you're making.
0: I think the price cut for me is Mixon or Justin Jefferson, and then I'm I'm going to take Mixon there. But I kind of hope. I, I'm pretty sure I'll never be in that spot because Mixon will go before that. I'm
1: so. no. I'm I'm with you on that, and I I'm also with you on that not even being a realistic choice. It's not to, have to make.
0: Honestly, when I see when I see Joe Mixon go in the early to mid second round, I, I consider it just a happy a happy decision in my life that it's that it's not there on the board because he's so frustrating man i mean uh, highly touted coming out even with his uh i don't know if it was domestic violence do you remember joe mixon had some some female yes, that was eating
1: happening that was in that was in college yeah
0: i think that was at a bar and to some stranger that's anyways not, that's
1: that's not in his defense i'm just saying that was in no college. i'm with you
0: no i'm with you i'm just it, it seems so long ago, but, dude, in this day It's and on age, video. You can watch
1: it. it. You it's can a watch video. It. Like just You can just Google it. And he, he just walks into a bar and just decks somebody. And then definitely walks out. not. It's insane.
0: Definitely not safe for work. I'm glad that that stuck with you as much as it did me, because that must be four or five years ago, and yet it's still, yeah, it still still registers with me, man. But uh come <laughs> back. He is, he's just got me a, you know, that I, I will say this is, this is bad, but when it comes to like, when it comes to the shittiness of a fantasy player, that actually does kind of serve as the tiniest little tiebreaker for me in the fantasy draft. Like if it's between, like if, if Tyreek and Devonte Adams were like there, I still think to, like Adams is the clear one over Tyreek, but it's, it's somewhat close. Right. And welcome to the best day of the year Ooh. draft day. Ooh. Ooh. All right. I forgot to say we are going back to back. So I'm at the eighth pick in this 12 team and you are at the ninth pick because I think it's fun to be in basically the same spot, especially towards like the middle rounds. And we're going to be sniping from each other or just totally disagreeing. So hopefully that creates a little bit of controversy. We're going to talk through these picks. Um, okay. Saquon going at the one four is, is surprising. And I'm happy that that's happening.
1: Yeah, great.
0: And, and then here we go. Here we go. Here we go at this. Oh, oh I really need to stop sharing my audio because we, we don't want that. We don't want that. And now my uh, audio is sharing. So we're here at the 108 and Zeke just went. So now it's Jonathan Taylor, which news is, is that Carson Wentz is going to start week one. I'm not sure about the linemen, but JT kind of should move back into the first round again. Chubb is there. But here we go, man. Here's where I just kind of go all in and I'm super excited. I know AJ Dillon is there and it scares me a little bit. But dude, the upside it, the upside mm. of Aaron Jones just yeah. it just wets my loins. So I don't know if that was going to be your pick, but talk me through your back to back to me. So where are you thinking now?
1: Okay. So the, the trio of running backs that are there that are worth it for me are Aaron Jones, Nick Chubb, and Austin Eckler. Like those oh. I, I love those three guys. They're great. Um, yep. but what I'm looking to do here in the first round is just check mark the running back position. Right. I don't want to have to think about it. I want to get a guy who's just a, a machine. You don't have to think about what he's doing. He's, he's doing it for you week after week, Nick Oof. Chubb. He's love Nick Chubb. He's, I don't have to think about my RB one position because it's filled.
0: Why am I? Why am
1: I just like not seeing Eckler on this draft board?
0: He's low. What am I doing? Like, wait, what is happening?
1: No, no, he he's 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 uh, criminally low. Wait, I don't understand. He's under Mixon. I,
0: I'm just not. I don't know why my my screen is not allowing me to see where he is. Pick twenty. Pick twenty two. Oh my goodness! Austin yes. Eckler is pick twenty-two in ESPN drafts. What in the world?
1: Okay, and here's where I take Austin Eckler. It's not even a second thought. I don't. That is. I don't have to. I don't have to like deliberate over it. I mean, um, that is
0: a disgusting slam right there. What is going on with Eckler? This is a full PPR draft. lordy that's awful okay well all right so we we have the pick that we talked about off pod before it's joe mixon is the only running back left here with any real significant amount of excitement i mean clyde just got tweaked the ankle and it's the pick between Diggs and mixon and for me i'm going Diggs, man
1: yeah how could how could you pick the the just like a prolific wide receiver someone who's who's going to be talked about week in and week out as like the number two, number three ranked person at the position,
0: particularly in a full PPR, he is going to be hyper targeted and it will be very exciting. Um, I mean, I I really think the RB two, of course, would I love to have somebody like Austin Eckler as my RB two? Of course, that's the wet dream approach, but I think you can make up that RB two at many points in the draft, to be honest, like, Do I want it to – do I want to settle for Mike Davis to be my RB2? Not really. Like, I want to be a little more secure at the position, but I'm not walking away too upset, especially if I back it up with some players with, you know, mid-season upside like a Trey Sermon or something like that that should provide some punch towards the mid and late part of the season. I don't think you have to just chase RB2 so intensely. Um, Clyde does go at the back of the second, at the ninth pick of the second, even with that ankle injury. Not supposed to be a high ankle, so he should be ready, but still something to be aware of. Um, Waller goes, and Kittle has not gone yet, but a string of wide receivers. Miles Sanders goes at the top of the third. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh, no. Miles Sanders goes ahead of of Keenan Allen. Um, what am I missing here with CD lamb CD? Did he have, I, I didn't see anything with any sort of injury or anything like that. Um, He is in the COVID protocol. I see that is a bummer. David Montgomery goes in the early third ahead of Keenan Allen. I mean, David Montgomery is a running back that I'm excited for, but Where is, where's Daryl Henderson in this ESPN pick 47 overall. So I am not, I'm going to get, I'm going to have my chance at him in the fourth round if you don't snatch him up. So that's exciting to me. I think, I think Daryl Henderson is kind of solidified and Chris Carson right there at 48 as well. Wow. Chris Carson buried. I mean, a full PPR, I kind of get it, but wow. Daryl Henderson and Chris Carson are kind of buried in my opinion in espn drafts
1: yeah i would say so. exciting
0: um it's coming up on me and george kittle is there jk dot george kittle is there for me oh keenan Allen and Allen robinson go right before me that's spicy so the wide receivers amari cooper is there and i really like it george kittle is very exciting but through the quarterback controversy Oh, boy, this is tough. J.K. Dobbins is there, but not in a full PPR. It's really between Cooper, Swift, and Kittle. And I guess those footballers and you have kind of convinced me that these top three tight ends are just difference makers. So I will snag George Kittle, but I'm a little upset that I probably won't have Cooper or Swift on All right, so that leads it to you. You've got two running backs. What are you looking at?
1: Well, there's no, the tight end well is, is all dried up. (laughs) Round three. There's really not a lot of good at wide receiver here for me.
0: Cooper's a question mark. Cooper has become a big question mark. Yeah. Swift Swift has the groin thing, but he's apparently back at practice. I think Swift is going to be a basically a full go, but Jamal Williams is scary. Uh oh, five, four, three. Oh, four, oh! whoa! Daryl I'm Henderson gonna go, Jr. I'm going to go
1: with the death here.
0: Oh my gracious, dude! That I don't mind that pick at all. To be honest, I. I I've never seen
1: him. I've never seen a draft like the one that we're in right now, actually. So it's really tough to 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 gauge value in the third round. Mm. I'm seeing wide receivers that I love that I know should be available for me in the fourth round <laughs> but were like impossible for me to take in the third round. I just couldn't right. I couldn't imagine doing it. Right. Um well I've got the I've got the two wide receivers. I mean the two running backs. Right. But I wanted a little bit of upside instead of security. So Carson or Henderson was really the thought. That's a
0: brutal choice. Over Swift in a full PPR. I get it. Daryl Henderson at the three nine. I don't hate it, but I just hate that it had to be there, man. Mike Davis at the four three. Oh, that gets me hot and bothered.
1: Wow, I'm back,
0: and I'm I love back.
1: Brandon Ayuk and Cooper Cup.
0: Oh Lord, you're you're having a scroll for Ayuk here in the draft. He's I mean he's down there, I guess he wouldn't make it back to you in the fifth,
1: but no, he wouldn't.
0: I mean you do have three running backs so I'm I'm interested to see if you feel I think I'm going to go for
1: the upside of of Brandon Ayuk wow, I think Cooper Yeah I'm I'm worried about uh about Cooper with uh, mm. with CD's immersion. right emergence and, yeah and and the uh, uh, talking about like uh uh the, the whole three wide receiver thing with right. uh um, the ballers or whatever. Well, I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to pick somebody who's been kind of a little left for dead and A.J. Brown has a kind of a significant injury here. So I'm going to go with Julio Jones, who I think even with A.J. Brown is going to be just fine. And I know Julio Jones has his own injury history, of course. But Julio Jones is very exciting. And if A.J. Brown misses any amount of time, can you imagine <laughs> – the amount of targets that would be funneled to Julio Jones, I mean, it would be obscene. And, and I'm just excited. I would probably, if if it was draft day, it was really between Cooper, Swift, and Julio. I would probably end up taking Cooper, especially, hopefully we have a little bit more information come draft day. But, man, Julio Jones needs a little bit more respect right now with the, with the A.J. Brown injury.
1: I think people are just scared – from his past injuries and stuff yeah. like that.
0: I get it, but when he's your wide receiver two, you know, you can fill that slot any day of the week. Um and having massive upside there is is pretty fantastic. Now I only have one running back going into the 5th round. That is not great. So I'm going to have to play catch up on that front. But uh and you've got, you got stacked to the gills over there with your three. So this we've definitely taken vastly different approaches, only being one pick different. So it'll be interesting to see how we compare at the end. Kenny G at the 5-1. Please, Kenny, please come back to full strength. I know there's all the talk that Daniel Jones looks awful. And eh, there's Chase Edmonds. Chase Edmonds has been playing with the ones with Kyler Murray. That offense has looked terrible. But Chase Edmonds needs to be drafted as a, in my opinion, as the running back there. I think James Conner is going to be a bit of a breather back and hopefully not goal line, but probably goal line. All right. Yeah. So I'm sitting here and man, I, I feel a little pigeonholed into running back, but I am actually going to not do that. The only running back really on the board is Cream Hunt. And I mm. just don't like Kareem Hunt, man. I don't know why. I'm, I know that you like him, especially in PPR. But I'm going to go with a player who made a 40-yard catch from Big Ben and just looks unbelievable. Deontay Johnson the fifth. You know, I would have loved Kyler. Kyler had gone one pick before me. But I'm going Deontay. And I have three wide receivers, man. Uh-oh. All right. I'm spinning it to you.
1: All right. I'm not really thinking much here. I'm just going with uh players that I like, things that I like. And it looks like I'm going with two second-year wide receivers as my wide receiver one and two. Can you guess? I guess
0: T. Higgins was a rookie last year.
1: Yes. I'm going T. with T. Higgins, Higgins and, and pick five. He's creeping just... up drafts, and he's – and he's the kind of guy that's, that's fitting into the narrative of ADP knows who's going to be the wide receiver one on a team.
0: <laughs> you just talk crap about the three wide receiver sets, man.
1: This is the one I like.
0: <laughs>
1: that's awesome. Oh, man.
0: I, that, if there's one offense that we are just so obscenely different on, it is oh, there's Miles Gaskin. It's it is the um, Cincinnati Bengals. Miles Gaskin goes at the back of the fifth. Malcolm Brown carried the load in preseason week one. Preseason week two, they just fed Miles Gaskin the rock, both on the ground and through the air, and he delivered. Unlike Malcolm Brown, it's crazy that it's kind of ping ponging back and forth. But Miles Gaskin moves right back into very draftable territory. It's going to be a committee for sure. But Tua looks good. Oh, I'm sorry. You are on the clock, man. What do you feel now?
1: Well, I was going to go with the trio of year two wide receivers, but Judy just went. Ah, Jerry, Judy. Man, round six. Oh, this is looking kind of ugly. This is just the kind of time when I'm going to go in on a quarterback. Lamar. And I'm going to go for Lamar. God,
0: I wanted Lamar so bad. Lamar is a six-rounder, and you're looking at these players. Demar Chase, Chase Claypool, Kyle Pitts, Will Fuller. These are players I absolutely despise, man. I hate these players. And you see, <laughs> La- you see Lamar Jackson just sitting there amongst all the feces like this shining um, gem. God, how is he a six-rounder right now? I don't know. But
1: he, oh. the running upside of Lamar Jackson – He's like the example that you bring up when you're talking about running upside on quarterbacks. And I mean, now maybe, here maybe I maybe am.
0: Tyler. I'm just flailing right now. Like there's nothing happy in my life right now. And I'm going to chase, I'm going to chase the running back two that. I need to fill my slot and pick a sixth round Damian Harris. Ooh. Ooh. I hate that. I oh, hate that so much.
1: Do you hate the sixth round Damian Harris more than my third round Daryl Henderson. <laughs>
0: way more, way more. I, I think Daryl Henderson is like legitimately worth a third rounder. I think he has league winning upside, Um, especially in full PPR. He's, I mean, he did injure his thumb today. We have to take note of that. He did literally injure his thumb in practice. So as much as, um Sean McVay was trying to baby him by not playing him in any games he still gets hurt in practice which is brutal but no dude I I love um Daryl Henderson Damian Harris and this is a full PPR in the sixth I'm just disgusted with myself man
1: (laughs) well don't don't let it turn into tilt
0: You're absolutely right. Honestly, the, the three wide receivers, even though it is bigs Julio and Deontay, I love them. And I love Kittle. This is, this is a very uncomfortable spot for me, man, not to have honestly like four running backs by the sixth round. Like, Oh, I mean, I'm looking at the running backs. Who can I catch up with? Like Nelvin Gordon, I think is a catch up running back. I think he's going to have a lot of work. I'm excited by him. Um, Mostert is fine. Trey Sermon is a player I'm looking at. Um, that's like it, man. I need to come out somehow like spike those three guys. I guess Ronald Jones somewhat, but not. Well, let really me talk at all. about
1: some of the guys that are still on the board right now. All right, all right, all right, good. So here's your lottery pick and Will Fuller. He's he's uh Ooh! they say he's looking pretty good. Tua's looking pretty good. Oh, he's gone. All right. <laughs> Robbie Anderson oh. might come to you. He Robbie's I, I, fine. I don't know. I don't see why you wouldn't roll the dice on him over someone like Juju, or maybe someone like Brandon Cooks. But I don't want a wide receiver. Okay, I want running back. All right. I mean, Uh, Mostert is the highest ranked, but he's like literally 20
0: picks. And I mean, it's all wide receivers here, man.
1: Um, What's that quarterback? The episode. I mean, if, if this makes you feel any better, it seems like the ballers would condone you taking Mostert in the seventh round. From what I heard today, then they were singing his praises. I um, don't
0: mind. I, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't mind taking most no, gone. Oh well, that's honestly the oh, and then Robbie. If it was now it's just look at these players, juju, brandon cooks, visca, dj chark, marvin jones is up here. This is brutal. This oh, is brutal. I'm probably taking Curtis Samuel. Is probably who I'm probably going to end up with. Yeah, I like Curtis you Samuel. Do that. Yeah,
1: that's a good one.
0: But good lord, this is this is just the telltale sign of why you need running back man because Curtis Samuel is going to be a bench player, and I'm going to be slotting in Damian Harris in a full PPR, and just makes me want to cry. That's okay. That's all right. <laughs> We've still got high upside players: Aaron Jones, Diggs, Jones, Kittle, and Deontay. I'm not mad to have those players, but. When you look at the wide receivers here, I mean, oh, all right. That's okay. Okay. We're going to be okay. But I definitely need to, I mean, who, what running backs can I even, I guess I got to get Gordon in my eighth round. I got to take Melvin Gordon in the eighth round. That's what I have to do. All right. I'll take Curtis Samuel here. I like him so much. All right. What are you feeling, man? Enough of my whining. You have a fantastic team. I, I, you can Higgins I'm not in on, but you replace those with any wide receivers. There, your draft strategy has been incredible. I wouldn't have done those exact picks, but where's your head at now?
1: Um, well, I, I either want to. I just, I would love to pick Tyler Boyd at this pick every single time, but I've already got Higgins, and that makes right. me want to not pick him. It's a good call. Um, Brandon Cooks over here. Who'd ever know? Whoever's going to be playing on that team. I'm picking Tyler Boyd because Ow. I don't care. I'm not. I'm not looking at at bye weeks. I'm not looking at who's on the same team. I mean, maybe for like really, really high draft capital players right. or something like that. But right. like, this is this is this is a fill in. You know what I'm saying? I do. You know. And they I'm gonna, uh, that i'm going yeah. I'm, I'm about to throw a lot of crazy wide receiver darts here, and it's going to fill in what I think might happen for the year you know
0: and that's the dream of Chubb Eckler henderson man is that oh Gordon in the back of the seventh how is that a thing? How are you taking Gordon? Just, it's just lottery tickets at this point, man. I mean, it's.
1: Yeah. Uh, I've got my eye on one big lottery ticket here. Let's I mean, see if this lottery ticket makes it back to me.
0: You like Zach Moss? I guess I can take Zach Moss in the ninth round. All right. Tom so, the two,
1: the two players I'm looking at are Antonio Brown and mm. LaVisca Chenault. Okay. you got a second year wide receiver and a total lottery ticket. Yeah, go like straight up. What's going on? Lottery ticket.
0: Mm. Well, you know I love Antonio Brown. That's that's the way I would go. Absolutely, no questions yeah. asked. But I'm
1: I'm going for the the upside of Tom Brady here. Love Antonio Brown. Antonio Brown as my uh, fourth wide receiver.
0: I think that's a great pick, man. And I just feel so pigeonholed into. Well, Trey Sermon is there. Trey Sermon is uh, pushed back here at the 110. So I'm definitely going to pick Trey Sermon in the ninth round. That kind of means that I'm open to – I mean, Jalen Hurts and Tannehill are kind of the last quarterbacks I'm interested in here. I'll go ahead and take mm, – Jalen Hurts, I mean, that offense looked so bad, but I do like his security. I'm going to take Jalen Hurts here now, and I'm going to take Sermon in the ninth round. I mean, Hertz probably would have been there in the ninth, and I could have picked like Hollywood Brown. Um, That Jarvis is a little boring at that pick, I feel like. Jalen Waddle is kind of getting exciting, man. I mean, he's getting, I know that Will Fuller hasn't been able to play, but Waddle has looked really good with Tua. They're building that rapport. It would not surprise me if Waddle is actually the most fantasy relevant rookie ahead of Jamar Chase. Like,
1: there he goes.
0: It could be really exciting. So he's now an eighth rounder, back of the oh, eighth round.
1: There, there went Waddle and there went Dylan. Yeah. Oh, no, there went a kicker. That's unrealistic.
0: Yeah, that's. I guess that's an auto pick. Dylan is... Butker. So as an Aaron Jones owner, this is something that I think we should probably talk about. So Aaron Jones, so Zach Moscos. that's fine. I'm getting Trey Sermon here. But so running back backups, like I've kind of touted this year in a, in a really long season that I like having my backup. So somebody like Chuba Hubbard, who's, you know, 13th round pick I'm in on that. I want that when it comes to a backup, like AJ Dillon or Tony Pollard, where you're spending a ninth rounder. Like if I don't have Aaron Jones, then I'm going to maybe take a shot in AJ Dillon because of, you know, regular playability and upside of an injury. But owning Aaron Jones, like I can never see myself picking an A.J. Dillon in the ninth round. All right, so I'm taking Trey Sermon here. I think he's going to win that job actually pretty quickly. He, I think he's going to immediately be part of the committee and then win that job outright when either Mostert gets hurt or Trey Sermon just shows his talent above um, Mostert. So Trey Sermon in the ninth, I feel like that's very exciting and it, and it makes me feel like I'm going to be mildly okay at running back, but I still have a lot of room to... Work with. I'm sorry. I've taken up a lot of your clock. What, what are you thinking?
1: That's pretty exciting. Um, so I should be going for lottery tickets here, but I'm not feeling like this is a, a lottery ticket. Um, round nine, Corey Davis. Mm, Why not? Corey
0: Davis. Give me a little, I'm, give me a little love on him.
1: I'm, I'm keeping my bench on wide receiver as broad as I can and this is a wide receiver one on a team that looked pretty good in the preseason surprisingly um whatever this is a this is a a dice roll and a dice roll on someone that I'm pretty confident will be the number one look for uh zach wilson
0: <laughs> who has hyper targeted him for sure i mean I think the ballers brought up that it was like 10 of 13 of his throws. I mean, it was obscene how many targets went to Corey Davis. I think that is an absolute short thing in a full PPR love Corey Davis. I think ninth round is, is fantastic for him. So great pick there. Um, you have been skipping tight ends and Tyler Higby just went in the ninth round. That's a pretty exciting tight end to be sitting there. Who are you trying to fill your tight end spot at basically like the end of this draft now?
1: Well, this is a certain kind of draft where mm-hmm. it's going to be a trash tight end, you know? Right. Um, I'm not so much uh, worried about the tight end. I feel that. Once you and get to this point, guys, yeah. there's a couple guys that I think people have been just absolutely way too low on this year. Um,
0: so you're definitely not going with him with one now what are you thinking here kind of in that lottery ticket 10th round
1: yeah i'm still in lottery ticket round um going to go with darnell mooney mm. here he just seems like the clear number 2 at chicago um i don't know what that's going to be like i don't know if how long it's going to be before they get their rookie quarterback out there he's uh he's the real deal i think that quarterback and we'll see what happens with Mooney. I think he's pretty good.
0: I love that. I'm going to follow it up with a kind of a wild card as well. Lottery ticket, but at the running back position, which is what I want to do. We talked about Swift's groin is probably better, but I think Jamal Williams is going to get a lot of passing work regardless in a full PPR. And he could honestly, he's a very good back. I could see him winning that job. I think Jamal Williams is going to be very usable, particularly in a full PPR. So between him and James Conner, and I think the PPR bump gave Williams to me, and plus Gus Edwards has, uh, uh, yeah, Gus Edwards, not Gus Edwards. Um, dang it. Arizona running back. Can't think of his name. <laughs> Whatever. James Conner has not been the one that has been uh, been wheeled out there so far. He's got injury history. He's got COVID. He's got all these questions. Chase Edmonds. Thank you. So at least Jamal Williams has kind of a shot with, with swift injury. So I'm kind of excited more on that. I mean, he's my running back five, uh, four at this point. Yeah, Got a lot of question marks for that running back two spot for sure. But there goes Gus Edwards. Gus Edwards probably should have warranted a little bit more attention, but this is full PPR. So I'm just, I don't see the huge upside. And standard Gus Edwards is going to be pretty exciting though. All right, we've got a lot of auto picks, so this draft is going pretty quickly. Thankfully, not too many kickers or defenses. Stafford goes in the 11th round. Uh, we've both satisfied our quarterback position, so you're really just – the last thing you got on your starting lineup is your tight end, which you said you're going to look for elsewhere. So we're all in flyer mode. Oh, I see Tyro Williams well, as well. Not
1: necessarily. I, I'm, I'm not in flyer mode. My the tight ends I'm going for here are guys I actually kind of believe in, but I feel that. they're they're completely off people's radars. I mean, I'll I mean I'll go ahead and tell you I, I like Austin Hooper. Yep. I, I think I think he's awesome. I I don't know like what kind of amnesia the rest of the country is, is in, but I remember it like it was yesterday when he was like. One of the most badass tight ends in football. You know?
0: I do. I'm gonna sneak Tyrell Williams in here. 11th round. It feels like I should be getting him later than that, honestly. But just like your um Corey Davis pick, he should be the wide receiver one on a team that wants to throw a lot. Corey Davis is better for sure, but Tyrell Williams should be a PPR monster, I feel like, in certain weeks.
1: Yeah.
0: Talked him up way too much.
1: I like him um i'm still not ready to get austin hooper right but i'm gonna go for another uh dart throw at tight Mm -hmm. end Mm -hmm. because i know austin hooper is still going to be ready for me when i get back this next pick but he definitely wouldn't have been with all those damn auto drafters
0: no, Irv Smith is a great pick. It, it reminds me, and I I just always forget about Kirk Cousins in these drafts. Like I keep telling myself every, oh okay, a little double up.
1: Yeah, I don't see why not. Um, tight end is out of the way, and we've got two dart throws left. Um running back is not a position where I feel like I need to stack up things, you know, during the season on a team like this and neither is wide receiver because I'm stacked. I mean, these are, these aren't very good wide receivers, honestly, but there's plenty of them.
0: Let me quickly slip in a full PPR bump that has not really been talked about, but in the preseason, James White has secured himself as that third down back in new England. And, Make as much as you will of Cam Newton not throwing to the running back, but that offense likes to throw to James White. So I think they're going to make it end up working, and I think James White is going to be a PPR relevant, not monstrous like he used to be in certain weeks, but can I see James White pulling 12, 13 PPR points? I definitely could see that. So happy with him. You got him? Yeah, I took James White. I mean, it was really between him and Malcolm Brown. And I do like Malcolm Brown, but he kind of looked a little shitty and not in full PPR. So, J.D. McKissick, I think, is a great pick there. I would have round in and...
1: Latavius over all those guys.
0: Latavius is nice, but I'm hearing more and more that he might not even make the team somehow.
1: I, I don't I really understand. Oh well that that news <laughs> changes everything. It, it's not
0: news at all. It's just it's just talk. It's just. Um, I can't even remember who the previous Nothing's Atlanta, staying. the previous Atlanta running back. I can't even remember his name anymore. But he's there and he's battling Latavius for that backup role. All right, so Nelson Aguilar is here, Ito but really, Smith. no. Jacoby Myers is almost beating out Nelson Aguilar, which is sad. And even sadder news: as Callaway is beating out Traquan Smith and making plays left and right. Marquez Callaway needs to be on your draft boards because he is showing the hell out in uh New Orleans, wide receiver for New Orleans, and Adam Troutman just lost. Uh he just got carted off the field. So there are targets aplenty there, and Callaway is looking fantastic. All right, back on you.
1: All right. I'm gonna go for uh Giovanni Bernard.
0: <laughs> course i should have sniffed that out your love child geo
1: i, I love geo man i <laughs> i think that him and uh tom brady are just gonna hit it off real nicely as two geezers and and uh I, i'm sure tom brady loves geo's mustache he'll probably pet it some and i just think that uh uh, people just, I mean, they don't remember the 20-point PPR weeks. The, the shit was insane. I, what was happening?
0: <laughs> there goes Tevin Coleman in round 14. Uh, Preseason game one, it was all Michael Carter and Ty Johnson. Tevin Coleman got work on Sunday, and that's going to be a committee that Coleman could win out on. I do not mind that pick in the 14th round at all.
1: Okay, so it's me, and I could pick a second quarterback here. This is our last bench spot. I could go for uh, Kirk Cousins. Mm-hmm. That would be a nice one. Trey Lance. Mm. That would be a nice one. Trey
0: Lance is kind of a must draft, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, you have Lamar, so it's not a. Yeah. Like you've spent some draft capital there.
1: Trey, I was thinking yeah. about picking Trey Lance. He's just, he's such a, a lottery ticket there.
0: I think it's fantastic. I mean, now I'm sitting here with Agalor, Ryan Edwards, who's showing out, her cousins, but I, I just Ooh. never
1: do. Those are, I can't believe those guys are left at the end. It what are these surprising. other teams drafting?
0: What are these yeah, other teams some, drafting? Well, you know, we get used to the 18 round best balls that we get kind of shocked when we see some of these players still here. But boy, who do I go? Yeah, with? it's I not egregious.
1: I'm, I'm scrolling up the, the I guess picks. I'm so still going long. with.
0: I guess I'm going with Aguilar, Man, I mean, Jacoby has looked well. I, I don't even honestly. I haven't watched any Patriots games. I don't even know if Aguilar has been on the field. He hasn't been he has not caught a pass. I don't think yet. So I'm hoping that somehow he's just not playing. And when he comes back, he's the clear one, but Cam Newton and Jacoby Myers have a thing for sure. And I just can't imagine they paid him that much money to be a wide receiver too, man. So I'm just chasing the money and hoping that in the next two preseason games, we get some, uh, we get some clarification on Aguilar. All right, so now we're in defense round and the Rams are still there. Yeah, the Rams are Exactly. There.
1: What the fuck? I was about to say that. <laughs> like that's what I was about to talk about. It's just like I've seen the 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 Broncos, the Patriots, Bills? the Bills, the are the Bills the going off? Redskins, Steelers. I mean, those Bucks. are all
0: fine. The Bills is retarded, the but the Rams would be fine. my first pick. But the Rams are easily the 101 at the defensive spot. So Yeah,
1: they're amazing.
0: Yeah, that's retarded. So, I'm going to take them for sure. Um, I mean, you're probably going to have to spend, honestly, you're probably going to, to spend a 14th rounder on the Rams if you want them in any league. You're going to have to spend an extra round to get them.
1: I would think. I'm, I'm going to have to either pick between the Browns or the Dolphins defense here. Yeah. I don't I don't see why the Vikings or Colts is up there. I think um, it's – I think I'm going I think for the Dolphins. I think they're a beast. I think it's the Dolphins. <laughs> And, and I'm trying to, to get the kickers out of every league that I'm in. So fuck yes. kickers.
0: I'm actually going to go ahead and just drop out of this. I don't, I'm going to imagine that we don't have to draft kickers. I'm going to drop out of this. Yep. All right. Actually, before I drop out of it, read, uh, read back your uh, lineup if you're still on. Crap. I, uh, uh, I can read out your lineup because I see it here. Yeah, let's do it. Lamar Jackson. Love that sixth round pick. Holy crap. Then you start. So you started with your running backs, Chubb, Eckler, Henderson. I want to say that's, that's basically all of your running back. You grabbed Geo late, but that's, those, that's your running backs, man. So you started three running backs and then just kind of sat on it, which I don't mind at all. You went in on some high upside second-round wide receivers in Ayuk and Higgins. You waited on tight end to fill at Irv Smith. And then your bench, man, you loaded up. I mean, I get it. You, you have two young wide receivers who might bust. So let's get some more proven players antonio brown Corey davis even tyler boyd is definitely a proven commodity then you got darnell mooney so you went with a lot of wide receivers to fill those spots and i don't mind it i think in the season you're gonna be kind of upset like flipping the coins um but hopefully they line up well for you and then trey lance i think is just a fantastic last round pick that's just wonderful so stoked very stoked for your team do you feel good walking away from that
1: yeah i would like it i mean like i said the Well, well, no, no, I don't feel good walking away from it because Ooh. I don't, I don't, I like what I did. I like how I adapted to what was happening, but I don't like how that draft turned out. I don't, I don't like where where the position that it put me in in the third round, where I needed no. Daryl Henderson. I mean, the, the wide receivers were Mike Evans and Amari Cooper, and those guys are always hanging around in, like, the worst third rounds that you'll ever be in. And it really just forces – and like I said, I didn't say it, but you had Kittle in right before. Right. That would have been my obvious slam right there. So, like, the fact that that Waller and Kittle were gone and the fact that all the exciting wide receivers were gone, just – I just had to pick the the possible wide receiver or running back one or running back two, you know, on the year you never know. I, I mean, think I, yeah, I, I remember a time where last year where we were we were all just as fantasy players, just like let Daryl Henderson play, he's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Like what what's wrong with him? Just let him play. Mm-hmm. So.
0: I think you were, I think your hand was a bit forced on. I mean, could you have taken, I can't remember. I think maybe Kelsey was available to you at the Chubb pick. He was not. Scratch that. No. Kelsey was a six pick. So, I mean, yeah, you had, I would
1: have to take, I would have taken Kelsey over Chubb.
0: Yeah. You could have taken Adams. Um, so that that could have been a pick that changed your kind of draft philosophy, but but you were your hand was forced on Eckler, in my opinion, for sure. And then the I'm third round, I, I'm
1: I'm very glad I did not take Adams.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's the running back there again. Let's pencil in running back in the first round for the most part. Um, but but I, I I think it's interesting. So I think throughout this preseason. You've been touting the wide receivers early. I've been touting the running backs, so we kind of flip-flopped here, and we both walk away feeling like we missed out on something, right? Well, like
1: I, I feel like Eckler in the second round is not something that that anybody that's listening to this podcast just expect for Eckler to not be there in the second round. That that's kind of an anomaly there. So try to imagine. a a world where Clyde Edwards, the is your only running back and think about what you might do in that situation, because more than likely that's going to be your situation. And it's going to be a choice of like Calvin Ridley over Clyde. And that's just a slam for me. Like I can't, I can't tell you how much of a slam that is for me. Um, Hmm. Eckler was just, uh, of course, of course I picked Eckler.
0: I think looking back on it, man, I'm, tr- I'm trying my best to look back on it and say where sh- – because obviously I walk away feeling up very pissed off that, that Damian Harris is my PPR running back too. Like I, I hate that so much. I'm really upset by that. But I'm really trying to look back. What, what do I do differently? Do I take Carson over George Kittle? I don't think so. Or, or no. Daryl Henderson over Kittle? I no. don't think so. Do I take DeAndre Swift over Julio or Amari Cooper? Maybe. Maybe, maybe. that's the play. Maybe in the fourth maybe. round if Swift – like I said, it, like the groin, you know, he's back in practice in full. Maybe Swift then moves up ahead of Julio and Amari Cooper and he's a fourth round, you know, steal. And that's where it kind of cements it. Um, I think but, so. But fifth round, like is, it, you. like, is it Deontay Johnson or is it Miles Gaskin? I, I just think Miles Gaskin, even though Deontay. he shows. Yeah, I, I think Gaskin showed so well, but. But it's still a committee there for sure. Um, And with Tua looking better and better and the passing game being strong, how much is there really for Miles Gaskin? And so, you know, I'm trying to piece the draft together. And, like, I just don't think the running backs were just there. And maybe that's okay. Like, maybe you just can't be pig-headed about having four running backs that you love, you know? Sometimes you just – you have to play – you have to win – in different fashions. Like you have to win with massive wide receiver totals or a good tight end. So I I don't walk away feeling too upset. Like, I think I need to adjust my mindset a little bit. And I was able like I said, I knew that I needed to make up that room with some, some flyers. And I think Trey Sermon, um, Jamal Williams and James White in full PPRs, I think those are going to be fine for running back twos in bye weeks. So I think you can make it up and I, I don't walk away too upset i um, pretty excited. I think Jalen – I have been lowering a little bit on Jalen Hurts because the offense has looked so putrid. Um, yeah. You know, before I was, I was slamming him in the eighth round of best ball, even sometimes in the seventh round, like I was very excited. And, you know, I walk away picking him in the eighth round feeling fine, but it's like, oh, Lamar in the sixth or Jalen Hurts in the eighth, like that's just night and day. So, I don't know. Hurts has been changing. Um, I think we really walked through all the news in the draft.